What's up, everybody? Hey, what's going on, everyone? How's everyone doing? Welcome to another. Doing... Welcome to another episode of the Free From Podcast. Yeah, for right. sure. We got a, a special guest with us um, today. Uh, one of the Compello's crew uh, ambassadors, um, Timothy Olson. And Timothy, you can kind of have the floor for a second to introduce yourself and kind of give your whole spiel and all that stuff. <laughs> sure. Well, first of all, thank you for um, inviting me on. And um, yeah, I I guess I'm um, I'm a, a mountain ultra runner um, uh, for the North Face, and um, basically I uh, I travel the world um, uh, with my family when possible, and we love to just explore the world through our kids' eyes and on our own feet, and. Um, basically kind of travel from place to place we're based in in boulder colorado but we like to travel and explore other trails other mountains other cultures communities and um yeah just really try to live live the life that uh, we're so blessed to have and um right now i'm um, actually in the canary islands um with my family and we're preparing for a race um like i said before i do ultra marathon races so um anything uh, definition of an ultra marathon is anything over the marathon distance. Um, normally starts around the 50k mark, which is like 31 miles. Um, and I've run anywhere from the 50k up to like 165k or plus, um, so wow. 100 mile r- wow. races. And yeah, I've been doing that for um, gosh, I don't even know. I think I started in around 2000 in. Nine is kind of when I got into it, and then 2010 is maybe when I did my first like hundred mile race. And um, yeah, I just um, I just really um, fell in love with with the trail running, being in the mountains, and um, I just find it a really good way to um, you know basically explore the world, but to just celebrate life. And um, now I'm blessed that I have a family, two two young boys, so. Um, we go and do a lot of big hikes in the mountains together and just, you know, share that experience. And then, um, we, I guess kind of via social media stuff. And I, I try to just bring the people that, that follow and interact with me online, kind of like on my travels. So we, um, make, you know, like little, little movie, movie clips. And, um, I try to update my blog, not as I'm hoping to get better at updating my blog more, but, um, yeah, kind of just share, um, what our journey's like. And, um, a lot of it, a lot of time it's really awesome and we have a a great time, but, um, you know, we also have two young boys and, um, there's always those, those meltdowns and blowouts and whatever happens with the, with traveling and jet lag and all that kind of stuff. So, um, it sounds glamorous sometimes and gets a little wild, but, um, it's what makes it all good. And, um, yeah, so that's kind of, I guess what I do. Nice, nice. That was better than what either of us uh, could have done. Yeah, that's for sure. That's a great intro. Really spells out everything I want to talk about too, which is awesome. So you said that you got into ultra marathon running around 2009-2010. Were you always a runner? Did you grow up really enjoying running, or was it like this brand new passion that really just hit you then? Yeah, so I I grew up in Wisconsin, um, and just a small little rural town of 900 people. Um, and so I, yeah, I think I, I loved running from kind of the very beginning. I was a, you know, active little kid and, 
um, you know, just running around. I lived in kind of a you know small house with my family there, and we had like a cornfield and and stuff behind us. So um, we raised like uh, chickens, had a garden there. So we kind of had you know we only had an acre or two, but just a nice little place. And then um, I think I would just explore just kind of my countryside by you know going for hikes and uh, m- making like mazes in the cornfields. And um, and then in high school, I got into um, doing cross country and track. Um, and more so I got into it cause I was really into basketball. And, uh, one of my coaches said, you know, running might be a good way to stay in shape and, to, um, yeah, just, you know, enhance your, your ability on, on the basketball court. So I was like, okay, running sounds fun. I'll do that. And, and then I really got into like cross country, um, more so cause you, you got to be, you know, outside, not on a track or the road and you just be running in Wisconsin. There would be kind of like, um, some rural countryside, but also um, just like um, a golf courses and stuff like that. But um, I really enjoyed that. And I think more so just the community and camaraderie around it. Um, I have some, some even some close friends from the team way back in, in high school and um, not way back. I'm only like 30, 33 <laughs> years old. So I'm not, I'm not that old. It's not way, way back. Um, but yeah, I, I got into running, really um, enjoyed it there. And um you know, I wasn't great. I was at Division Three in Wisconsin, and um, I think I went to state a couple times for cross country. But um, more so, I think I just really enjoyed um, just being with my friends, goofing around, and then um, running was was fun too. And um, we were just kind of a goofy, eclectic bunch of of kids. So um, yeah, it was you know kind of like freaks and geeks, but on cross on the cross country uh, course out there. Um, nice. Yeah, and uh, and so then after high school, kind of um, stopped stopped running. Actually, um, got into drugs and alcohol, and just kind of kind of went down a downward slope um, for a few years there, where I just um, got into the party scene a little bit too much, and just um, just kind of living for um, you know the next high, I guess. And and that's kind of when running didn't go as well. Um, I wasn't treating my body well, wasn't eating well, and and after a few years of that and um, just watching a lot of friends spiral down um, not not so good of a road that um, that I was doing the same stuff and watching friends go to, to prison, um, to jail and um, watching um, yeah, some, some close friends and stuff um, commit suicide and it was, turned into just this really dark space and um, and I was going the same direction and I think there was just kind of this um, there was a lot a lot of moments within that but I kind of came to this point where I was really um not happy and really depressed and um yeah didn't like where life was going and kind of got to the point where I'm like let's let's switch this around let's try to to live life to the fullest I I was in like like I said in a really depressed state so I just I didn't want to live anymore and um and it was a really sad time in my life and um, you know, I don't know exactly how I got out of it, but I just like basically just decided to start living my life again and, and living with purpose and, um, just being grateful for life, being grateful for all the opportunities that I have. And so, um, I cleaned myself up, um, got off of, um, you know, drinking, doing drugs every day and, um, started running again and running was, uh, a, a lifesaver for me. It just uh, it brought um, some passion and joy back in my life, and then I started um, 
you know, of course, feeling better from taking care of myself and turning that around. And, and then eventually after a while I, um, got into, um, I was working at like a fitness center and I was, um, coaching, um, cross country and track actually at my old, um, high school and really, um, I did it to, you know, to help the kids and like make, make running fun for them and didn't know exactly what that would turn into. But, um, through it I was like you know I was basically I wanted to be there for the kids and realize that like you know sometimes after high school you you don't know exactly what path you want to take and I wanted to hope for that and encourage them to to make some good healthy choices and in the process of me trying to help um, those kids they really kind of just you know lit this this joy and passion of running again for me and um, so I got into running you know every day and just really loving just you know just exercise again and and then um, I met my um, my wife now, and um, we um, yeah we just we both loved running. Um, and so she we runs actually, as well. She runs as well. Yeah, she actually just did her first hundred mile race last year, and um, she doesn't do it competitively like like I try to do, but she right. just um, just loves running for the pure joy of it and just the freedom of you know just being in the mountains. And we live in a beautiful town in Boulder, Colorado, where there's just trails every which way and. But but um, kind of moving back a little bit, we went from Wisconsin. We we uh, got married and decided let's go um, find somewhere cool to live. We both enjoyed traveling a little bit. We both she um, actually went to school in San Diego, and um, I did some road tripping, just kind of living in my car with my dog, and um, <laughs> really liked the West Coast in Colorado. I spent a lot of time both on in California and Colorado, and like these were really cool places. And so me and my wife uh, lived through. Uh, a winter in Wisconsin together and we're like you know winter's okay we don't mind <laughs> snow but let's uh let's go see what else there's out there and we ended up moving to to Oregon a um, cute little town Ashland Oregon um like 10 miles from the Calif- northern California border and um I you know of course ran and um we we went to a local group run there and um the uh, Rogue Valley Runners is the name of the the store, and just you know, trying to meet some friends, and they invited us to like a Halloween party, and um, you know, just in some group runs, and we were like, these are cool people, we're, like hanging with them, and then they were they were all the you know in quotes ultra runners, which we had no clue what that even means, um, like what is an ultra runner, why, and then we found out what it is, and like why would anyone want to torture themselves like that for so long, <laughs> and. Um, and, you know, just over a process, I, I think what, what really influenced me is why we moved there and um, just the vibe of the place being, you know, having these, this huge forest with mountains, with trails, like, right out of our back door. And um, I started going to massage school there. I was um, I was doing, like, I was working at a fitness center. I, I went to, I eventually finished school after um, messing around with, with being a party animal for a while. I eventually got school done and... And that was cool, but I didn't exactly know what I wanted to do for a career or what, you know, what to do next. And we moved to Oregon and just kind of winged it. I ended up uh, doing construction there. And then that was cool and paid the bills for a little bit. But I really wanted to, to help people and to, um, you know, show people that you can turn your, your body around, turn your life around. And massage was like this um cool cool holistic way to take care of your body um i think of massage as preventive medicine and um Mm -hmm. so i met these really cool people in my school and 
um, gotten into massage and just kind of holistic healing. And um, they kind of turned me on a lot to like just, you know, how to take care of your body via food and to eat well. And so that was kind of my first, um, uh, you know, kind of just kind of eye opening um, to realize that, wow, I, you know, making a green smoothie and, you know, I don't know if you, like the first time I had one of those and then like you, you go for a run and you're just like, wow, like I have so many amazing things going in my body, nourishing it. And, um, and so we kind of, um, she, my, my wife has, uh, rheumatoid arthritis and uh, was on all these nasty medications and there was um, no way that we would be able to have a kid. And, um, I had a lot of like stomach issues. And so she ended up getting like uh, blood tested and found out like she was allergic to, to all these, you know, different things, uh, you know, specifically like, uh, like, all, um, <clears throat> like dairy and, um, and gluten were some of her biggest ones and a few other things. But, um, okay. that, you know, kind of opened my eyes and like, Oh, like not everyone eats bread and, and stuff. And, um, and so I cut that out of my system and kind of did this elimination diet and, um, it it helped my running, it helped my just well being, my mind, and it was like, wow, what I put in my body affects me. Like going for a run is cool, and that's really healthy to be taking care of your body in that way. But food is super powerful, and um, what you choose to put in your body can make a world of difference. And so that's where um, I started eating really healthy. Um, I went uh, gluten free. I tried to. I still had would have a, a beer. I'm from Wisconsin, so beer is kind of <laughs> like you know when you're when you're top meals. So um, <laughs> I had to eliminate that, and um, it made a world of difference with my stomach. And um, with running, I look back now, like running in high school and stuff, and I you know have like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich before my races, and I just always had stomach issues having to run to the to the bathroom before, after the race, mid race, like it was just, it was not a good thing. And, um, realize that my, my body just does not digest that well. And once I, um, changed the way I eat going gluten-free, gosh, like basically when I started kind of ultra running around 2009, 2010, that just made a world of difference. And so kind of the process of, um, really getting into running, loving that and running in the mountains and, and trails there and, and eating well, um, kind of just turned my whole life around. And so me and, uh, my wife really got into running and my massage practice was going well. I worked with a lot of like athletes there and, um, I going through massage school, I learned a lot about my body and, and, um, and then it just kind of transformed into me being, doing well in, in different races. And then next thing I know, I had a few, like some shoe companies or, you know, some other people that were like, well, we'll give you some, you know, some free shoes. And I'm like, oh, wow, I don't have to pay for shoes. That's awesome. And and then it kind of just kept growing. And um, and then um, like four years, um, the North Face picked, picked me up and decided to, to sponsor me as an athlete. And, um, you know, it's not like a um, – the, you know, the, I'm not uh, an NBA player or anything like that, so I'm not making tons of money, but it like it pays the bills somewhat, and I've kind of put together a few sponsors that really help me, um, you know, kind of live my passion and live my dreams, and I'm super grateful for for them for believing in me, and and now it's it's just turned into so much more where um, I I run around the world doing like these really awesome races and getting to visit cool places and. Um, yeah. And, and then 
something I, I started in um, back in massage school, but something more recently, I started meditating back in massage school, and it was just another thing that um, it just helped me so much through, um, uh, you know, still battling like those those demons from before of excess and addicted to different things and um and then just even depression and and uh, the um just the highs and lows of life and i found meditation to be so cool um and so helpful to me and um i really helped me get into my body and understand my body a lot more and so we started doing these run mindful retreats that we put on in in boulder colorado and um, we put on one in malibu we'll put one on in march and um, so it's kind of a way to just show people that um, introduce people to to mindfulness and meditation and through um, running because like r- basically for me the essence of running is being in the present moment and um, connecting with your breath connecting with your body connecting with nature and it it helped me so much that I just wanted to share this with other people and so we um, we put on these run run mindful retreats where I um, do some talks about like motivation and in- intentions and um, dealing with like anxiety um, before a race or anxiety in life in general and um, yeah and so that's kind of grown now and so now we put on some retreats um, um, and hopefully hopefully expanding that to maybe even go all over the world eventually and um, just kind of um, I don't know spreading spreading kind of a message of just of love, peace, unity around the world and um, and how important um, it is to me of how I, what I put in my body, how I take care of my body and also how I treat uh, my mind and how I treat others and treat this earth. And so it's just kind of, um, you know, trying to, to, to sh- uh, show that in, in a positive way and, and, uh, it's it's been really cool, um, and that's yeah. I guess basically how life is. I kind of sh- I guess shared my life until now, and so now we're <laughs> uh, doing what we're doing. Yeah. Nice. So as far as you being you know a ultra runner and all that, what have you found to be most challenging? Is it mental? Is it physical? Um, just what has been most challenging for you? Mm. Um, bo- both. Um, I've definitely. Um, Running is that distance. Running in any way it can be is super challenging to the body physically, right. um, and so you got to really make sure you're taking care of yourself and resting appropriately. And I've definitely had um, some times where I've kind of like overdone it a little bit in the running, and not. Uh, I think you really need to balance um, many things in life. And if you're just focused on running all the time or competition, you're not going to be happy, and it's not going to be a, a good way of life but if you can enjoy you know your passion and something or hobbies like running or something like that but then also taking care of your, your life and um relationships and um, um yeah like my my family and friends and um realizing that there's more to life than just like one thing and so balancing that all and again with like physical to mental like you can be you can train all day and stuff, but that's not going to make you happier or content. And I think training the brain and understanding your your thoughts, feelings, and emotions, um, and being aware of what's going on with that mm-hmm. is really huge. And so that's um, something I just try to balance it all now and fit like m- mentally. Going back to that, like 
um, you know, it's easy to have anxiety creep up or just, you know, life can get stressful and, and things happen. And, and so just realizing that, you know, these things come and go and they're impermanent and, um, but you can, um, it's up to you of how, um, you react and respond to those, those things. So I really try to not react in negative way and try to take a moment to breathe whatever life brings my way. And, um, and try to respond from, you know, a conscious uh, way. Nice. That's awesome. You know, so much of what you were just talking about really kind of mirrors that what you were saying before about meditation and the practice there. Is that a daily practice for you? Are you, you know, taking five minutes every morning to do that? How How are you integrating that into such a busy life? Yeah, yeah, life can get busy sometimes and you have kids jumping you on the middle of your meditation and stuff. <laughs> um I you know the the practice of meditation is so you can bring that into all your daily tasks. So um when I'm, you know, washing the dishes or changing a diaper, um like that's time to to breathe and just be aware of the moment and um every morning I try to wake up and do some deep breathing. And if time allows, I try to do a 10 plus minute meditation. Um, you know, sometimes it doesn't happen and I'll try to do it in the afternoon or in the evening um, after I put the kids to bed. Um, so I really try to integrate into my life. And um, for me, it's just it. Um, I notice how good I feel and um, how I'm able to respond to others. And um, even just like to my kids, I, I think how you treat people, it really matters and um, so for me, when I can take a moment to breathe and to just be aware of my surroundings, be aware of how I'm feeling, um, especially when I wake up in the morning, just kind of take this, like, you know, to do a little body scan of, you know, what is, how am I feeling right now? What is, um, you know, what's going on within now, then I can, if I can take a moment and, and breathe and kind of ground myself, then as I go into the day and have to, you know, to write emails, interact with people, um, take care of my kids, um, I'm able to to be present uh, there for them. And so I find having a daily practice of meditation can be really helpful. And I'd love to be doing it 20 plus minutes a day. That's not always possible. Sometimes it's just a minute before like talking to you guys here um, on a podcast and um, just trying to just ground myself. I like to take a minute to just do some deep breathing and just come into the space right now. And, um, and, yeah, that helps me with with dealing with my kids, with work, and with uh, for running and training too. Sweet, yeah, that's it, awesome. I guess that's a. I mean, that is a great point about just doing it as much as you can and and kind of being forgiving on the time goal there. As yeah, yeah, you know, I, as things. Come I think up. the goal. Yeah, I think the goal is to be like non-judgmental about it. So, like, you know, you're in the middle of your your meditation, and then all of a sudden, I have a kid jump on me and. And, you know, it kind of, it ruins that, that mood at that moment, but realizing that, um, my, you know, son needs me right, right then. And, um, and so hopefully I can take that practice of meditation and to move it into all those tasks, whether I'm, you know, in, in a traffic jam or waiting in line at the grocery store or my kids screaming at me at two in the morning, like I can try to take that that practice that I use daily into those situations. And I'm constantly learning. I think that's, you know, that's why it's a practice. And, um, you know, I'm constantly learning and just trying to, to share, share that with others, but also just trying to also take care of myself. I think, uh, self-care is a huge thing. And, and sometimes people always forget about taking care of themselves, but if you can take care of yourself, you can take care of 
then it allows you to to be there for others. So that's what I try to to do. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things we like to do here on the podcast is uh, just kind of fire off some kind of quick, rapid fire questions for you. Um, yeah, would you be up for, for that? Sure. Sorry. I- Sorry, I talked so much too. I was just not like, at all. Please, uh, yeah, this is great. No, man, yeah, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, we actually. love the story. It was really incredible. Yeah, well, it's fun to fun to chat with you guys. And, so thanks uh, for sharing. Yeah, yeah um, so fu- yeah, fire away. Cool. I'll kick it off. Um, what uh, what music is currently in your in your rotation, and do you listen to music when you run? Whew, do I listen? I've been really jamming to a lot of John Butler trio lately. Um, but my music choices um, are are all over the place. Um, but I have to say, right now, I've been listening to a lot of John Butler and some some Bob Marley. Great, <laughs> right. can't go wrong with yeah. Bob Marley. Yeah. No, that's no. a nice little keeps... playlist there. Yeah, uh, but lots of things. I listen to some hip hop too, uh, more old school like '90s uh, hip hop. But uh, yeah, there's. A lot of good music out there. I'm a, I'm a big fan of like catching uh, SNL and seeing what uh, new group they uh, they uh, throw out there, and I normally find some some pretty good hits that way as well. Nice, nice. All right. So next question is, um, what is your morning routine like? Morning routine. Sure. I um, if I can, I like to you know try to get eight hours of sleep um, mm-hmm. if possible. Um, I normally try to like just first wake up, and I um, you know, try to just do a couple really big, uh, deep breaths. Like if I can do 20 deep breaths as I wake up, it's a, you're just kind of, uh, uh, inviting a lot of oxygen into, to my body and kind of, uh, uh, just welcoming the morning, I guess I'll do that. And, um, you know, go do the bathroom stuff and brush the teeth and whatnot. Um, if I can, uh, if there's time after that, I'd like to meditate a little bit longer, but, um, yeah, do a little little stretching, a little movement. Um, sometimes, if a kid hasn't jumped on me yet, I'll um, you know, as I'm going upstairs to go hang with with them, um, I'll I'll roll out my back a little bit, do a little foam rolling. But um, yeah, and then go um, get some food. I I'm normally make my own kombucha, but um, sometimes I'll buy kombucha. So I like to have kombucha in the morning. Um, I'll have like a little um, uh, collagen protein. Um, to get uh, a little um, some protein in my system, and then um, and then kind of just see where the day is. I normally, um, depending uh, what I'm doing with the kids. Uh, before when we were in Colorado, my my son went to preschool um, two days a week, so I, sometimes I'd bring him to that after playing around with him. But it's normally just playing with the kids for a little while, and then um, trying to get out for the run eventually. So. Yeah. Okay. Back Sweet. back to the music thing too. I just bought tickets to Chance the Rapper um, oh. at uh, the Red oh, Rocks. Oh man, we theater, were talking so. about that talking yesterday about that? in yesterday. the office. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. I've been like digging him for a while, and all of a sudden, like he's winning Grammys and stuff. I'm like, man, I've like, yeah, he's <laughs> he's doing he's doing good stuff. So um, yeah, he's another one I've been jamming out to. Definitely. <laughs> back to that question. Unfortunately, yeah. neither of us will be joining you at those Red Rock shows, but. Yeah, well, I, I, I might have to sell my ticket, so oh, I might I might still be in Spain, but uh, I, I couldn't pass the opportunity of trying to see if I think we're going to be back, but we haven't figured out those tickets yet. Well, <laughs> if you need someone to take them off your hands, you just let us know. I will keep you in mind for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, 
this podcast is all about being free from something and, and kind of freeing yourself of, of one thing or another. And so if there was one thing you would say you're free from, what would that be? My free from... It can be challenging, for sure. It is that's challenging. There's so many things. I, I, you know, one of the reasons I love Capella so much is like what what in, ingredients you guys are free from. Because um, I definitely am free of gluten, but I, you know, I want to be. I try to be free of anger, of um, negativity. So I try to keep those out of my system as best I can. And again, that's where the meditation comes in. Where when those things arise. Um, I try to be free from them by meditating. Nice. Great. Yeah. That's awesome. I like well, that. Thanks for the, thanks for the time, Timothy. And, you know, just opening up to us and telling your story. We really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. It was great talking with y'all and yeah, I look forward to, to coming out and, and checking out the headquarters at some point. Definitely. We'll have you out as soon as you're back in town. Uh, is yeah, there anything right else you want to mention or, or plug before we, before we hop off? No, I, I'm good. Um, cool. Yeah, it's been great talking with you guys. And um, yeah, I hope everyone just is out there having a good time, enjoying life and and remembering to live life to the fullest. So, yeah. Love it. Well, awesome. thanks so much to the Hood Internet for the use of our theme song. XX is going to give it to you. If you have anything to say or any questions, feel free to hit us up at podcast at capellos.com. Thanks so much, everybody. Come on. X gon' give it to ya. Uh. He gon' give it to ya. X gon' give it to ya. Uh. He gon' give it to ya. Come on.